0: Curtain Jerks is brought to you by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download at audibletrial.com comedy podcast network. Over a hundred thousand titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android. Whoa! <coughs> <coughs> Ugh. Lightning? <coughs> Smoke? <coughs> yeah! Mm-hmm. Love to read!
1: Yeah! Uh-huh. Macho, Good man, times. Ra-
0: Macho Man Man Rady Savage, what are you doing here? Yeah,
1: love to read. Talking about reading, yeah. Got a book right here, uh huh.
0: Hey, wait a minute. You know, with audible.com backslash audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network, there's a lot of slashes
1: in there. <laughs> I don't know if any of those are accurate.
0: Really? Let me try that again. Uh, you know, at audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network, you can read things with your ears on your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player. What do you mean? I
2: don't have to pick up a book
0: no more. Yeah, you had the most muscular pinky I'd ever seen when you that, picked up that book. That's
1: right. The the uh, See, the problem is that I have with books is they're my enemy, yeah. Because I always get paper cuts. That's why I always got tape on my fingers, uh-huh.
0: Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage. You don't have to cut
1: your fingers anymore on books. You can listen to these books. No more paper cuts? No more paper cuts. The beauty of Audible is I got no more paper cuts, so I can read even more with my ears. That sounds like a hell of a slogan. The beauty of Audible is no more paper cuts. No more paper cuts for the Macho Man. Uh Uh-huh. No. So you telling me that I got to pay for no
0: more paper cuts? See, that's the beauty part, Macho Man Randy Savage. With this, you get a free audiobook once you use the uh, Curtain Jerks promo code. Free audio
3: book? Aha, uh-huh. yeah,
1: I dig it. Mm-hmm. That's free. And then you're also gonna be free of paper cuts. Free of paper cuts, free of free downloads, free everything. aha, uh-huh. The show is free. I like it. Uh-huh. You know what, Macho Man Rady Savage? You're welcome. Let's go to the circus. Let's do it. right here on the comedy podcast network i'm scott narver and i'm steve sears we ate good burgers today oh man we went to a really
0: what was the burger place it was just called burgers right
1: no that was a place called lunch no for but sure.
0: but the place we went to for burgers was just called gourmet burgers something burgers it was just burgers shit
1: i don't even know what that place is called i had a great burger okay we got we got kimchi fries yeah, so it was like it was a,
0: it was a French fries like shoe not shoestring, but like McDonald's size fries. Yeah, with a uh,
1: Go, golden brown Like, chips. You talk golden brown, they nailed it.
0: Yeah, they got it good. And then they did cheese, but they also did kim cheese, kimchi, kim cheese. And then they also did sort of like the spicy. Do you remember mayo. that wrestler
1: Kim Cheese? No. Oh, great wrestler Kim yeah? Cheese.
0: The uh, little hammy. Yeah, the Korean American connection, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh And then they had the uh, that sort of like orangeish sort of spicy mayo that they put on sushi sometimes? Yes, very good. Makes as well. Sriracha mayo, I it was think it is. like they a said? sriracha
1: mayo. Yeah. Sriracha
0: mayo. And then you got a great wall burger. Yeah, which was uh an asian slaw with a uh like an orange chicken sauce, like the same stuff
1: they put on the uh, Panda Express on a beef patty. On a beef patty. 8020? I believe it said? What? I uh, I don't know how that the Fat ratio is. Meat content? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, that's I mean that's all right. It's not great, but it's pretty good.
1: <laughs> well, take that burger place that we don't know. No, no, no.
0: You got the Ono fries, which were mm-hmm. cheese, bacon, bacon, bacon mayo.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. And We've then got a burger. I got basically a kimchi burger. So it had it had radishes in it and little bits of kimchi and onions. It's really good. Yeah, and then we, and I don't feel like a fat piece of shit right now. No, I don't feel heavy.
0: No, I feel I feel like a fat piece of shit just in general. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: But we came back to watch uh, highlights from Raw just to sort of get ourselves ready for the show. Because
1: here's what happened. I mean, you're listening to Kurt Dirk's Comedy Wrestling Podcast. We got Rockstar Spud coming up in a little bit today. Yeah, later today. Let that
0: be known. Burgers first. Rockstar Spud later. And Arkham Knight to be touched on throughout the podcast. Oh,
1: man. New yeah. Arkham game, everybody. Uh, 16-bits podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, That... What the hell are we talking about? Oh, no. So we got the food. We're coming back. We're going to watch the highlights. Oh, or yeah. Huh? I am deprived of cable now. I've moved to a new place. We don't have cable in this new household. It's been offered that we could get it. And I said, no, fuck it. I'm going to rely on what I have. You, my Netflix, my WWE network to get me by. The anime app that's on the Xbox 360. Magna. Mag. Magna. And uh, and watching um uh, Crackle. Yeah. Old little... episodes of news radio. On Hulu Plus. Yeah. So, I could do that. I don't have the Hulu Plus. I could watch the smaller version of everything. I don't have it. I thought the WWE Network was going to get me by. And I was like, great, let's watch highlights and eat these delicious burgers and use the WWE Network. And Steve also has cable and usually has all these shows recorded. They're gone. Yeah, they're just mysteriously gone. He has February Raws and Smackdowns. I don't know why. I don't know why I kept them. And... We tried to watch and catch up on what happened recently on Raw and SmackDown, watching the Batista promo, where he's going all, you know, righteous. Yeah, well, finally, he's sort of saying what it
0: looks like he's been trying to say all along. Yeah. Instead of saying to Alberto Del Rio, hey, man, I don't want any trouble. He says, like, you know, he's going to go through all of your heroes and mm-hmm. decimate
1: them. Yeah, hashtag protista. Oh, protein. Yeah, see, everybody's bootista. I'm protista. I got you. Mm-hmm. And... We couldn't catch up. No, the this week in WWE is last week's episode. There's a Raw pre-show, which doesn't do me any good. And we got to see the absolute majesty of
0: the uh, WWE Raw recap, like the,
1: Raw backstage roundtable. Was it that? That's was that what the, the show called
0: with the uh, with the roundtable, where it looks like Sports Center.
1: Yes, it's weird. It's weird, and they, they just talk about it, stuff. Talk about it, this stuff a lot. They talk
0: about this stuff a lot. but They don't show it.
1: There's Booker T. There's not
0: Josh, Josh Matthews. Josh Matthews. Um,
1: and then Booker T was there. Hacksaw Jim Duggan was a special guest. And then Alex Riley. And then behind them is Triple H, Randy Orton, and Batista <laughs> beating up
0: Daniel Bryan in the mm-hmm. ring. I swear to God. And they are just talking to the audience and each other as if no nothing is happening behind them.
1: Yeah. And Big Show comes out. And tries I, to stop him. Yeah,
0: it's about they almost— They cut to the ring a it's little about, bit. No, it's about 40 seconds of Big Show coming out, and then finally Josh Matthews is like, whoa, whoa, guys, check out what's going on behind us. They were so involved in their roundtable discussion, they didn't even know that the action was happening in the ring behind them.
1: I mean, that's the show. That's what they do. But I'm looking to be informed on what happened in a three-hour Raw. This is a 20-minute show, and I saw maybe all of three minutes of footage. Yeah, you got a lot of people walking by people in the back. Yeah, I saw the splash that the Usos won the tag team titles. I feel like
0: Steve now. I don't know what's going on. And I feel like Scott now. I'm wearing this tuxedo all the time. I've got these great biceps. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with myself.
1: Steve knew more than me this week going in.
0: Uh, we've, I was joking with him. I was giving Scott the raw recap.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on now. The network is super cool. I am not informed, though.
0: It's like a library that doesn't have an internet connection on the computers. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to check my email from three years ago. Oh, God. I can't believe it was cached.
1: So, I guess we got new tag team champions. The Usos? Yeah. Yeah. I guess Daniel Bryan got beat up by a bunch of dudes. You could guess that. I didn't see that part of RAW. CM Punk didn't show up in Chicago? No, but they played his music at the beginning to get cheap
0: heat on Paul Heyman.
1: Oh, boy. And Brock Lesnar spoke? hmm
0: Which is always a plus in my book.
1: Yeah. And his hand was taped up because he got stabbed.
0: I by a like pin. that continuity. I'm glad they taped that hand up. I like watching Brock Lesnar talk because it's like watching the uh, the bolts come off the Ferris wheel at a carnival. <laughs> it's like it's going to be this epic fuck fest, just where it's going to be real. It's like, well, the Ferris wheel's on the loose. It's just sort of rolling through town. That's Brock Lesnar on the mic.
1: Hey, you guys, uh, you guys talking Ferris wheels?
0: Oh, hey, uh, Jack Swagger. Yeah, we we're. I was just making a joke about Brock Lesnar on the on the stick. Oh yeah. yeah, I see what you're doing there talking,
1: talking funny stuff Talking wrestling terms on the stick And Ferris wheels
0: Well it is a comedy wrestling podcast And we're comedians living in Hollywood And
1: Yeah, well I guess you can find the funny side About all kinds of things Things that don't go wrong in the world then just joking about them, laughing about them Jack,
0: are, are you alright? I feel like you're <sighs> leading towards something
1: Oh me? Me? Just as jack-off champion of the world? <sighs> just been hard times lately, you know. Just trying to. Are you? A, I is, set a goal for myself.
0: Oh, uh, what was that goal?
1: To jack everybody in the WWE off.
0: God, I don't know how I could have blacked that out.
1: Um, yeah, I was gonna jack off Big E at uh, was that Elimination Chamber? I was just gonna jack him right off, jack that Intercontinental Championship right off him, and uh, just came a little short, you know. I was tugging and tugging away, and yeah, was gonna jack him off his game, and. Didn't quite turn out the way I wanted. Well,
0: Jack, you know, you did interrupt Antonio Cesaro's match with Big E on Monday.
1: So. Yeah, you know, I got to set a precedent. If I'm going to jack somebody off, I'm going to get the mind of my own teammate, you know?
0: Well, but it gave the it gave the win to Big E.
1: Yeah, well, I, I, I jacked him off. I jacked him off his game. That's the whole game plan. You jacked off, but you jacked off your own teammate. I jacked, yeah, sure. Maybe in passing, sure, I jacked off Cesaro wasn't intentional. Sometimes when you're on the road and, you know, you're playing mind games with each other, just to get a one's up, you end up jacking your friend off. uh, And then sometimes Zeb is there and saying, hey, what are you doing? I said, I'm jacking him off. And he says, stop it. I am trying to sleep. Don't jack him off. I'm like, "I I don't see what the big problem is. You guys all ride together? Yeah, we all ride together. Do you all stay in the same hotel room? Yeah, we all stay in the same hotel room. Double beds? Double beds and I get the cot. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Oh, all right. Makes sense. I would have. I would have assumed Zeb Coulter gets one bed. You guys get the other.
1: I want, sometimes Cesaro is so insistent. He just wants to sleep on the floor. He wants to pull up the carpeting because he's such a tough guy and sleep on the n- linoleum or in the bathtub. He's a tough guy. He's a super tough guy. And I say no, 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 What? I say no, 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 no.
0: Is that you? Is that you snoring? Or are you saying no?
1: Yeah, I. I say no in my sleep. Oh, uh, okay. Because I hear him going in there. And subconsciously, my subconscious is working so hard. It goes, no, 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 And it slaps him. It stops him because he knows. He knows this thing is going wrong. Well. I'll jack him off.
0: He's on like a, sli- a cat sleeping underwater.
1: That's what I've been told. Okay. I've been told by, that by ex-girlfriends, and they say it's it's super awkward. They they then give me a saucer of milk to try and calm me down.
0: Okay. All right. And pet me. Well, Jack, what's in the future pet for me. You? What? Pet me. Right now? Yes, please. Uh, <laughs>
4: Anyway, Jack Swagger, what's oh, you got up my butt sticking uh, up in uh, the uh, air? Okay, all right.
0: You what's got my butt sticking up in the air. What's coming up in the future for you? If you're gonna be jacking off your opponents, what's the next? Cesaro's
1: been talking a lot of trash. Okay, well, you, if I can't jack off Sasquatch at WrestleMania, and I can't jack Big E off for the for the Intercontinental Championship, I my whole goal is to jack everyone off in the WWE. I'm Swagger. I'm gonna get in your head. I'm gonna take that win from you. I'm gonna jack you off.
0: Yeah, that's you've. I've explained it a lot
1: on the on the podcast before. People are asking me the, all these weird questions. And I'm like, I don't see what you don't understand about me jacking somebody off. I uh, I guess it's very straightforward once you describe it. So, if things don't go right, and I'm not gonna have the tag team titles or another title, I'm gonna show Cesaro that I'm better than him, cause I'm gonna jack him off.
0: Well, it sounds like we the people might be coming to a abrupt end.
1: We the people is gonna get on their knees. Oh man, they're gonna get on their knees while the Jaxes
0: are off. And do you think that will take place at WrestleMania, or do you think it's gonna happen come leading up to WrestleMania? Yeah, it's
1: gonna happen at WrestleMania. Which somebody was trying to point this out to me. It's 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 the X rated WrestleMania. Have you noticed that? It's the Triple X WrestleMania. Yeah, Triple X. So it's super it's super X rated. Oh, yeah, that. So somebody said to me, "You jack me off at WrestleMania." That fits. Yeah, triple which X, I don't get.
0: Triple X to me immediately. I just assume hardcore.
1: Yeah, right? Yeah. Super hardcore. So I'll do it. I'll jack anybody off. All right. Yeah, I'll jack off a celebrity even.
0: Well, it's WrestleMania, so I mean, it's the, it's the one pay-per-view that really bridges the gap between cele- celebra- celebrities and uh, wrestlemanes.
1: Ultimate Warrior wants to come out, run around the ring a little bit. I'll slow him down. I'll jack him right off. He'll then be walking in the back real slow and tired because he'll been jacked off so hard. Well, be careful when you do it with him because he's a pretty tough guy. Jake the Snake wants to come out and, you know, try and act all dark and creepy. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll jack him and his snake off. Oh,
0: I, God, you're getting in a lot of people's heads.
1: Yeah, I am. Lita wants to come out there and do some Hurricane Rodas. I'll jack her off real quick. I'll ground her down. I'm surprised he didn't re- roll reversal
0: that one. What do you mean? I don't know. Uh, Jack... Thanks for joining us. I feel like you really gave us a lot to go with, uh, and I'm excited to find out about WrestleMania. I really hope it is you and Cesaro going for it.
1: Yeah, me too. Right? Because yeah. hey, the fans are upset about this whole Daniel O'Brien thing, so I want to make everybody happy, and jack them off. All right. Yeah.
0: Uh, you're gonna. You want to jack off the fans.
1: I want to jack off the fans. I want to, they have these expectations going into WrestleMania, thinking what they're going to get, and I'm going to jack them off of their expectations.
0: You know what? Uh, just a quick aside. I know it's, I- if That's 80,000
1: people to jack off. I know, I know. That's,
0: the, that's a That's a
1: big workload for me.
0: That is. Uh, I, I know you probably can't talk too much about TNA, but are you aware, familiar with Joseph- the boobs C- and butts? Uh, the Wrestling Company you talking
1: about the boobs and Bus? Yeah, Total Nonstop Action Oh, Total Nonstop Action Yeah Oh, well, I, well, I never watched that show That's the corporate line Yeah That's the yeah. corporate line
0: uh, Are you familiar with Joseph Park's uh, reading um, program?
1: Oh, jack off in the book? Yeah Find a book and jack off into
0: it? Yeah What are your, what are your thoughts on that? Is there any sort of connection with that?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah You, you read between the lines Oh, uh, okay Yeah, yeah, yeah You find a book You read the sentence and you go Oh, I know what they're talking about Secret conspiracy type stuff. That's what Zeb talks about. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we embrace people as part of this nation, the United States. But we don't embrace people that aren't white or don't speak English. I know what they're talking about. Zeb filled me in. Okay. All right. We're talking about the good old English sort of white Americanos is what we're talking about. You read between the lines. All right. Joseph Joseph Park takes the book, reads between the lines.
0: Gotcha. All right. Good to know. Thank you, Jack. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. Did this interview uh, go as you uh, had planned? Was this
0: an interview? I thought you just came in here and started talking to me and Scott.
1: Well, I was sitting in this lounge chair and just uh, had my legs crossed and was drinking some tea. So I thought maybe it was an interview.
0: Oh, well. You're... if it wasn't what you expected, I'll jack you off right now. No, no, no. Uh, for an abrupt interview, I was very happy. Well, very good. Thank you.
1: So you don't need a jerking
0: off. I don't need one. Thank you. Okay. All right. Toodles! Bye. Hey, look, I can't help it when he comes in here and starts talking to me. I just am going to ask him questions.
1: But you should explain it to him. What? What jacking off means.
0: Yeah, it means getting in your head and just getting messing up your opponents real bad. You are drinking the punch. Am I? Mm-hmm. I don't the know. The Kool-Aid. Jack Swagger had a very convincing
1: argument. It's because you were threatened because you thought he was going to jack you off. Uh, jack Swagger makes a tight fist and he just pounds it. <laughs> well... Speaking of pounding it, this is uh, something I've been wanting to talk to for a while. I went to the UK, and I saw the what? TNA shows. When
0: did you get back? <laughs> it was a little while ago. Oh, okay.
1: And I saw TNA Impact Wrestling in Manchester in Wembley, and then from there, I hung out in a bar. So, okay. In Manchester. That was a really fun show. It was We saw two tapings back-to-back. That's how they do impact. So i would never seen a, a live impact taping before. And it's a really cool setup of how they do it. Because what you see when you attend the show, you don't see any backstage segments. Okay. You don't see any of the stuff on camera. It's not like how a Raw is run. You've been to Raw plenty or they, of times. they'll
0: show you what's going on backstage and they'll show you segments. And yeah.
1: Stuff. Or better yet, I should use SmackDown as an example because they still treat that show in real time. They show you everything as it's happening, as you're going to see it laid out on the show. Impact, they just give you all the in-ring action. They don't give you any of the backstage stuff. Like it's That's filmed during the show, but it's shown at a later time, mm-hmm. which in a weird way gives you incentive to then watch the show even though you saw it because you get want to see... Get the complete that. Yeah, get the complete that. Or you might see a little teaser leading up to something else that you don't know exactly what it is. But Jeremy Borash is there, emceeing the whole show, and then he gives you... Any sort of catch up that you need that going, uh, well, uh, we know that Joseph Park has uh, is, uh, been revealed, uh, as Abyss, And so he's been talking with Eric Young and we're going to see that, uh, happen right now. So he's like the town crier. Uh huh. Oh, well, but it's great. Anything you need to know, he catches you right up on the action and they, they move quick. It's maybe you get five minutes in between each match. All right. And it moves along and it's a fun show to go to. And you're seeing double the wrestling. Because you're seeing two uh, two tapings together. All right.
0: Well, Scott, that sounds really fun, but let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Okay. All right? The nit and the grit? Yeah. What was the concessions like?
1: I didn't go. You didn't eat anything? I didn't. What, did... what? I realize that now. I didn't get any nachos. I didn't do any Coca-Colas. You didn't do any, like, you didn't even do any national favorites? I didn't. Wow. It's because I always ate beforehand. You didn't get any scotch eggs? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, that would have been so amazing
0: you to have get like a scotch like egg. A Cornish game hen on a... <laughs> I just assume, <laughs> like, growing up, this is just my stereotype mm-hmm. that because it's another country, or because it's England, you get, like, there's steel platters, and you, like, you pull off the steam domes, <laughs> like, no matter what you order. Like, there could be a corn dog underneath it, and you pull, like, everything comes with a little steam dome on top. Blood pudding? Yeah. Black pudding? Would you want a black pudding? there's Four quid, black pudding. There's always horses walking by, up and down the. Uh, all the ticket people are on horses.
1: Yeah, you can get horse milk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I don't know if that's.
1: Uh, that's what they call ice cream.
0: Yeah, they call it horse milk.
1: No guns, no bows. Leave so, your weapons here. No guns. <laughs> <laughs> that's for you're quoting Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I'm mixing it up a little bit. No guns, no grenades. <laughs> leave your weapons here.
0: I assume it's like a hanging. No, I don't assume it's like a
1: hanging. Yeah, yeah, it is like a hanging. Yeah. They had a ladder match, so it's like a hanging. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one tough part about Impact Wrestling tapings, for their sake, and I guess for the audience's sake, too, is when you're watching that much in a row, and granted, too, it's a limited roster because they're overseas, not everybody comes over, that you see like an MVP that first time he comes out, you're super excited. And then when he comes out again later or a third time, like he comes out to do a talking segment and then maybe he comes out at the end of the show, to do a talking segment. And then mm-hmm. in the second taping, he comes out to wrestle. You don't have the same enthusiasm each time because you've heard his music. The It initial, hasn't been a week. Yeah. It hasn't it has been m- a week in between. So that's a little rough because I'm sure for television's sake, they want that eruption that he's there and they're trying to get you to be all excited. It's like, well, shit, I've seen you two times. I'm happy that you're here, but I'm not going crazy that it's yeah, the first time I saw you. Yeah, your surprise
0: return was 40 minutes ago.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I understand that. So that's a little rough. And, yeah, you can't be as excited, but.
0: I mean, for me, those tapings, like, the, were they
1: back-to-back on the same night? hmm
0: Yeah. That's, what, four hours of wrestling?
1: Mm. No, I'd say it was, uh, like, two and a half to three hours. I mean, like. Because uh, you're cutting out all the, the additional segments, you know. Yeah. And it's just running through wrestling.
0: I mean, you still get it. That's a night of wrestling, man. Yeah, it and is. The, and what what I like about that is you get sort of a little bit of continuity. It's you're not ending on a to be continued with each match. You mm-hmm. know, you do get to see next week's episode live,
1: live on TV.
0: Uh, wait, shit. When's lockdown? Is that this week? Is that the one that's here? Is that San Diego?
1: No, that was Bound for Glory,
0: and we did not go, or did we go? I went. How was it?
1: <laughs> I did, did I like it? <laughs> Yes, you loved it. Cool. That was where AJ Styles did that crazy, uh, spinning uh, splash to the table. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, you're on board. Yeah,
0: now. yeah. You know it's the one where AJ Styles did that incredible acrobatic work.
1: Well, he won the title finally, mm-hmm. and then he left. You know that old story. Now he's in Mexico defending the title, but he doesn't. He doesn't work there anymore.
0: Is he waiting for Hulk Hogan to challenge him for it? Because he's going to have to keep waiting.
1: I don't know. I don't have cable anymore. This is all so confusing.
0: Well, Scott, How am I gonna get my impact? Hulk Hogan is hosting WrestleMania Triple X.
1: Oh, good. Okay. Oh, shit. I think it is this weekend. Well, lockdown's this weekend. It snuck up on me. That's yeah. what happens when you watch a month's worth of television live a month ago, and then you forget. Yeah, then you try to catch up, and it just gets real weird. Steve, you have cable. Yeah. You Want to watch Lockdown?
0: Yeah, I'm thinking about it this Sunday.
1: Fighting in a cage. Jeff Hardy returns. I'd see it. Oh my God! You don't know about Willow, do you?
0: Who's the p- tiny, the peck?
1: <laughs> Willow, off <I'm> good.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, Stay away from the Dakinis. <laughs> Willow, Willow, think harder. Stop thinking about other animals. Think about an old woman. Ah! oh, you gave me balls, Who's the
0: evil princess in that? She was hot,
1: yeah i I always used to think it was the the girlfriend from Ferris Bueller's day off, but it's not her. She looks just like her no, but she yeah, but she, she Simone, looks,
0: she looks like Sarah Polly,
1: yeah, she looks a little bit like like a mashup of those two
0: that, you know what what am I talking about? that evil queen Morgana was hot too, what man, she's pretty attractive. And she I. She
1: was dressed like Mumra.
0: True, and also the coolest guy ever is that the knight with the skull mask. Yeah, that guy was so cool.
1: Yeah, that skull mask was awesome. Yeah, I actually didn't like it when Mad Mardigan killed him.
0: Yeah, me neither. I'm like, oh, oh. Well, because he he shatters the the helmet and you see the face, and then as soon mm-hmm. as you see the face, it's like the guy had a beard, and my dad had a beard, and suddenly Val Kilmer just killed my dad.
1: <laughs> well, they do show him before that. He he removes the mask a couple of times when talking to the queen.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I would love to see an awesome fantasy epic with Triple H in that role. Like he uh, them the, as Willow. <laughs> so that'd be great, and all the, the great colleague plays all the other parts. <laughs> Uh, But he
1: don't call me a peck.
0: The uh, the his T-shirt icon is the skull with the crown. It's like it's the it's the identical to the willow mask.
1: I love it. He has a T-shirt in in this in this period piece. He's he's rocking a T-shirt and workout pants.
0: Well, I I, the movie starts with him waking up in a swamp in his workout pants. And he's like, "Whoa, I think I hit the gym too hard.
1: (laughs) So it's a little army of darkness sort of travels in another time dimension thing. Mm hmm. See, they, they need you. They need you Write movies over there.
0: Uh, the movie you recommended to me, which is about to be coming out really soon, is Oculus, yeah. which is produced by WWE Films. No. Yeah. No. I just saw that today.
1: No. What do they have to do with it?
0: They produced it. This is among the slate of all those like non-wrestling related movies. They're doing all those independent features.
1: Shut the fuck. They just must have thrown money behind this. I like, think this they was threw money done.
0: behind a ton of stuff. Okay. And like then maybe there's a place for a wrestler to jump on there. Really? Yeah, I'm surprised that they didn't go farther in like the, in the wrestling epic area, like just make weird horror films and genre pictures with wrestlers. That's yeah. all I want to see. That's what TNA's been doing. They're not producing, but all of those TNA stars are going into all those funky movies, you know?
1: Oculus, I saw at TIFF, which is Toronto International Film Festival.
0: I'm quite aware. It's very popular. I was telling the, the listeners, Steve. I, hey, sometimes I think you're talking to me, and then I realize we have What, when
1: of- I'm looking at you? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Scott, as a member of the audience, tell me more. <laughs> that movie is flawless. That is a wild horror movie that, I mean, it not even keeps you guessing. It keeps you on the edge of your seat, and- it was so much fun to watch. I saw it with uh, f- my friend Haley, who was on the podcast, and we loved it. Like she could not look in a mirror for a long time. She had just bought a mirror because that's what this whole movie's revolving. So around. I
0: could could I at least say that the movie is about a haunted mirror? Yeah, that, that's not giving. And then we won't give anything else about yes. it. Yes, Katie Sackoff from Battlestar Galactica is in it with red hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's sexy. always sexy, sexy and scary. Oh, well, she's smart. She's a great actress. She's amazing. She's the, really good. This movie? And Karen Gillan from Doctor Who. I'll, I I know that I should be saying that with emphasis. I've never seen her in Doctor Who. But Doctor Who Karen Gillan. And a guy who looks like Isaiah Hole. Oh, Rory Cochran?
1: Is that his name?
0: Yeah, the guy from uh, Dazed and Confused. The, I never saw like, it. uh You haven't seen Dazed and Confused?
1: No, man. I'm sober, bro. All right. Good. Good on you. Good on you. Sober and enlightened. Good That's my you. movie. Nice. Starring CM Punk and Scott and Harvard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, you guys need a, a a safe ride home from school?
1: <laughs> All right. See you later. No, <laughs> oh, they said no again. Uh, Oculus, also with the continuity, it blows me away that I don't see any mistakes with that movie. And that movie presents so many different things to you where normally in a movie like that, it could easily be fucked up and you're jumbled and confused and it's very confusing. This movie's so good. It's so fucking just good. Ba- it's hesitate, coming out soon in yeah, theaters. I
0: hesitate to tell people to see the trailer for it because
1: I would say stay away from it. If you Oculus comes out, go watch it. We'll remind you.
0: Yeah, I'd say it's it, from just the the portion of the trailer I watched. It was innovative enough to be confronting the concepts that you assume it is but then also taking you in a new direction
1: yeah it's not cheap gags it's not um it's not the found footage horror movies like a paranormal activity or anything like that
0: paranormal activity people did produce it but then also insidious people uh, oh insidious scares the hell out of me insidious is pretty freaky
1: but yeah it, it, i mean haley when seeing mirrors and joking about that she just bought one and then saying because i was staying in her place like pointing out like so you can gonna look in a mirror no, 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 no. I mean, that Candyman, any of that stuff as a kid, like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, going to sleep, any of those things that fuck with you and well, stay before with you, HD, the ring yeah. with the snow but, on bef- the television.
0: Before, before HD, we had mirrors. Like, that was the crispest, clearest picture you could get of anything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's, oh, don't forget, there's an aquarium in the bathroom that has people inside it. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's the mirror.
1: It's, it's really awesome.
0: I cannot believe they have something to do with this movie. Yeah, I was blown away. Wow. Hopefully it does really It's well. the best WWE
1: film. You're gonna Hands say, down. Hands down? Yeah.
0: What about, so yeah, so I'm sure it's the best. Yeah,
1: movie. on different levels, many other ones are really great. That's the best fucking movie. That's the movie where you can show anyone else and go, at the end, go, you know, WWE produced that film. Oh. The exactly. wrestling show. You know, the company. Oh, God damn it. Mm-hmm. You know that.
0: Well. So we should watch Lockdown this weekend.
1: We should. All right. That'd be great. Um, so the, all this built up and then, so Manchester was fun, pretty good crowd. The progress wrestling show that I saw, that's 300 people in an intimate setting and they're rabid. Manchester was fun. It looked like Glasgow the two weeks before was a crazier crowd. Mm -hmm. And then Wembley, that was a, that was a raucous crowd. That was a fun crowd to see it with. They got into it. They were way more, uh, uh, passionate, I guess is a good way of putting it throughout the show and now those are the shows that are airing now so by the time this plays it'll be the last Wembley show okay uh so everything will have gone down everything's set in stone that's
0: the go home show for lockdown mm-hmm all right exactly
1: which I experienced quite a while ago Excellent. so I was excited then and like oh yeah that's in March shit where is lockdown uh, San Antonio
0: Texas Tejas, all right, I think it's in Texas uh, it's not important. I thought it was if it was if it was local, we should try to go
1: uh Florida, eh. maybe it might be in Florida. I'm not sure
0: maybe A quick jaunt over to the impact zone huh <laughs>
1: um well i I can tell you this, Steve and listeners, we're gonna have Willow on the podcast very soon okay yeah i'll I'll expose Steve to Willow when we're done recording today. You should be excited. All right. I'm more excited than you are for drinking whatever the hell it is that you're drinking. I
0: tried to make coffee with a paper towel and it did not work. And, with, <laughs> and without a coffee pot. So can we talk to Jack about this? This comedy podcast penthouse is really lacking in the stuff that I need to podcast. Well,
1: so what you don't have the proper supplies? I need my heroin, I need my cocaine,
0: and I need my prostitutes, alright? And I need those prostitutes to have babies because I need to have a sense of responsibility. If I don't have that sense of responsibility, my sense of responsibility as an artist is completely out the window.
1: Alright. <laughs> we'll get on it. Thanks. Well, speaking of drugs, I did drugs in England. What? You know, drinking. Oh right. That's a drug,
0: Steve. God, you are so straight edged as cutting your chair in
1: half. <laughs> Ow, my butt! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was in a bar. I'd already drank previously with Alex Shane.
0: And to be honest, you've drank in the United States before.
1: I have. That's not a new
0: thing, but it's just super weird because I've never seen you drink.
1: Right. Because I I don't. It tastes gross. But I can drink, Jägermeister tastes like cough syrup to me, um, and Jack and Coke is, I can do that as well.
0: God, you talk about drinking like someone who doesn't (laughs) drink. Like, this one tastes like this, and this one tastes like, how many drinks did you have, Scott?
1: I don't like to count good. because I think that's stupid. Good, that's a good answer. It's a weird bragging thing yeah. that I don't yeah. drink twelve beers last night. Great. Did it feel good? Then shut up. Like I don't. I ate forty-seven right. pieces of sushi.
0: Okay, Hemingway. Take. <laughs> it sounds like what is this a, an oven? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I was at a bar and hanging out with Tom Anstey and the WrestleTalk Talk TV crew, and um, there were many of the TNA wrestlers around. This was at the. I think it was the Hyatt uh, that was right across the street from the stadium and we were in the bar upstairs and everybody was hanging out and it's super weird to hang out with a bunch of wrestlers and people so my in was kind of like hey I'm an American too so we can understand one another when talking
0: and then you guys did the patented American handshake and then you both draped the American flags over your head <laughs> which you said the secret password
1: Icarus <laughs> and then continuing the conversation right to which gunner went ain't that a grig sum bitch that's true and I went oh you're right i'm sorry um so yeah i got to meet uh, a bunch of different guys took photos with a couple of them here and there i did meet gunner um i i said like hey man i'm from the states and he was he was um very cordial but at the same time okay here's the problem here's what i told cat from wrestle talk tv i said she's like go mingle i go it's different. You're a beautiful woman, okay? You can go mingle with everybody all you want. Like, you have actual press credentials, number one, and all these guys want to talk to you. I'm just another wrestling fan. Like, that's not really that interesting. Did you interesting. have
0: press credentials?
1: No. No. See, yeah. Well, I'm from Kurt and Dirk's Comedy Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, the, I had postcards you, in you my back your, pocket. You
0: had your fedora with the piece of notepad paper that said press in the brim.
1: <laughs> Somebody did ask for them. Really? Do you want to know who? Who? Take a guess.
0: Uh, Serge Gainsbourg?
1: No, who is that? Oh, It's
0: a French, uh, French actor, I think. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I meant uh, Dixie Carter's wife. Husband.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. No, he didn't ask for them. Mr. Anderson.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. He would have just thrown it in your face and said it was an asshole. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Well, he's it's, it's too bad because all of our business cards are sponges, and we play with them
1: here. In, yeah, you a, use them as coasters. Yeah, I think they're great. Uh, well, I, I, he was asking me like, uh, "So what's going on?" And I'm like, hey, what's going on? What are you doing? Um, that we were talking a little bit. I said from the states and out here to see the shows and stuff, and ask, uh, talking about. difference between British fans and American fans and we had a cool little discussion about it, which I hope he he expressed interest in coming on the podcast, so maybe we can talk about it further. But he had also from that night, um gotten kicked in the face by bully while Anderson was holding a chair and it swolled up his eye and he had stitches and he was he was looking gnarly, drinking a beer to, you know, nurse the wound. And uh we're talking about podcasts as well, because he was on Cole Cabana's podcast and I was talking about that. And It was a fun discussion. So talking with him, talking with um, Christopher Daniels about some comic books because we talked to him about being on the show. And it's just scheduling wise. It hasn't worked out yet. James Storm telling hilarious fucking stories. He was going to be on the podcast, but he has to shampoo his hair. (laughs) You would love, love. I, I have a picture of it. His jacket is fucking wild.
0: What's up with this jacket? You told me about this jacket a week ago. Do you it, have a picture
1: of it? Yeah, I do. You show me this picture. Show his, me this picture. His jacket's crazy. That's what we were talking about for a long period of time. I'm going. Now
0: on. I'm going to describe the, the jacket that this jacket needs to beat. All right. I went to a double feature of Aliens and uh, the Abyss and 70 millimeter with James Cameron Q and Aing in between both films. And a guy came up to James Cameron. Uh, James Cameron bodyguard immediately stopped him. And then the guy was like, hey, "Hey, hey, I'm an artist, and I painted this leather jacket with aliens on it. And I was wondering if you'd sign it for me." And the guy had painted on his leather jacket the entire story of Aliens. It had Hicks on it. It had a Pone. It had Drake. It had Newt. It had the power lifter loader. The power loader. It had the alien queen. It had Bishop exploded. Whoa! That is really cool. How would you describe that? Uh, James Storm is wearing what looks to be a black and white blazer. Yeah. However, on the arms, it looks like it has white tribal tattoos, uh, sleeves, all along the actual sleeves of the jacket. So he looks like this sort of weird Chinese-influenced El Mariachi. Yeah. Yeah. That's a badass coat. His brother made it for him. Really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know what's And funny? he's going like, "You could pull this off." And I'm going, "No fucking way, man." You put
0: that coat on, you're swinging in it like <laughs> swimming in it like a kid in his dad's closet.
1: Well, yeah, there's that. There's the customization <laughs> part where it's like, "Could you tighten up the sleeves and and it more?"
0: Scott, more- you look like Darkman. <laughs> uh That coat is rad. It's funny because there's that sort of backlash against tribal tattoos for a little while, and everybody thought that douchebags were... that shit off. Yeah, but but some guys with tribal tattoos look like real fucking monsters.
1: Yeah, and he does. He looks like a fucking cowboy evil monster, because now he's a bad guy, so now it looks super cool on him. Very cool. So we were talking, um, and then uh, Rockstar Spud, who's going to... We're going to play his interview in a little bit. Uh, I got to meet him, because we did a Skype interview, Tom and myself, Um, so it was fun chatting with him. We took uh wrestlemania three photo that he put it he's like let's do hogan andre so we did that that was a fun photo and he's a class act and that guy dresses well i bet i mean what you see in the ring imagine his his off-camera clothes like he does the bow ties and like he's a sharp dressed dude I, i hey look i'm wearing pinstripes today you are those are very nice pinstripes thanks But it looks sad when you're pouring coffee through a paper towel when wearing that suit.
0: I think I melted the plastic cup that I poured the coffee into because this coffee tastes terrible.
1: (laughs) Uh, Bobby Roode doesn't want anything to do with anybody. I imagine.
0: Yeah. Not – I mean – We've talked about this on the podcast, though, before, which is when you approach wrestlers. Like, we both have this same feeling of, like, why the fuck am I even going to talk to this person? Like, it's cool. I'd love to tell them, like, I love the work you do, but –
1: and and that's why I'm trying to find the other topics of conversation to talk about. I talked with MVP a little bit about video games because he did some mocap work, and you and I did some mocap work, and we took a T-pose photo together, so that was a lot of fun. You know what? I think that's a really good way to do it, Scott. Some other interesting things to
0: talk to wrestlers about is, uh, like, wrestling. I think it's really good. Mm. Uh, also, critiquing their abilities in the ring.
1: Oh, their work rate.
0: Yeah, their work rate. That's really good. Also, storylines.
1: And if they're a fat piece of shit, yeah. like, you know, if their abs aren't really showing quite as well let as they could, know. let
0: them know what let you're them thinking. Know. Yeah. Let them
1: know that you're not working out as much as you should.
0: Yeah. Also, uh, and, or you could let them know that you in fact aren't working out as much as you should, but you know, you, so you, but know. my mom
1: approves of every life choice I make.
0: Yeah. I think that's good. And then especially the storylines, let them know how you mm-hmm. think things should be booked. That's yeah. important. Do that in an airport
1: Ask uh, about other wrestling companies and what they're up to.
0: Uh, yeah, these are great things to ask, especially when a wrestler is eating. Mm-hmm. I think that's really good. If a wrestler or is making eating,
1: love to their wife in their hotel room.
0: Yeah, or if they've got their headphones
1: on, just go up
0: <laughs> and pull off the headphones and ask them these questions.
1: With an open mouth kiss to start.
0: Yeah, you really just need to make that connection.
1: Um, and then uh, uh, Jeremy Borash, and you know what? Even talk to Serge Carter. Whoa, Serge Salinas Carter.
0: Wow, Scott. Photo evidence. You know, that's this is now well, that's the third or fourth time you've talked to him, right? Besides the times he's been on the podcast?
1: We've never talked directly. Yeah, this you've, was just the first time. The, you've just
0: seen him in the studio. Yeah,
1: and I hear he sent me a letter. Steve, I, I have this letter from him right here.
0: Oh. Uh, would and you it, like to read it?
1: I will. I will. I will open it up right now.
0: Okay. Just
1: It says, next week. And those are—that's a lipstick kiss on the bottom.
0: Oh man, what is this? That <laughs> looks like an underline, but it looks like you just smeared something across underneath it that had lipstick on it.
1: Yeah, that might be the case. Yeah.
0: Wow, it's—are you telling me that Serge? carter is going to be on the show next week
1: he's going to be on the show next week wow
0: all right
1: as we normally present our guests
0: as yeah a week ahead of time yeah with a, a note you've received
1: yeah, yeah yeah in that in that form <laughs> <laughs> unlike rockstar spot who is a skype interview yeah totally yeah. different
0: i'm glad you got email confirmation on that one yes yeah yeah sure thing
1: so it was fun and i'll, I'll post these pictures up and um uh hopefully uh, of the majority of people i mentioned they all express interest in coming on the podcast and uh, that's why I'd asked you listeners out there what was a good podcast to represent, because a lot of the times they say, so what episode should I listen to? And I go, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, who of your friends are we talking kindly of? And uh, what's a, what's the most fun encapsulating episode to, to I, represent? I'm trying
0: to think of something funny to say, Scott, but I can't think of an episode we've ever done. <laughs> See, that's a that, that's problem right there. But uh, the NWO one is always a favorite. I mean,
1: <laughs> the NWO one? Never mind. Oh, I know what you're talking <laughs> about. Um, but Rockstar Spud, this was great. We got to do Tom Anstey of Wrestling Memes and the Damn Good Wrestling Podcast. We sat down. We did a Skype interview with Rockstar Spud. And being an American didn't help me in the slightest. So here you guys go. Enjoy Rockstar Spud. Rockstar Spud.
4: I'm joined by an American on my left, which is uh, Scott. Hi. Okie nice okay. So, nice to meet you, Scott. I
2: thought I got rid
4: of you a lot, but yeah. No, Great. Right. Well, we, yeah, well, actually, this will be perfect. This is how we'll start the interview, okay? Because I, I want to know what is it like constantly having to deal with those bloody yanks? Because I would not be able to bear it. Well, I think
2: you're flipping Australian, for one. So that's how he's not dealing with them. It's dealing with a blind
4: leading a blind. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, and uh, now uh, this is going to be. This is a. This is actually. I'm using my insider information here, as uh, I was speaking to uh, Francesca Wood of WrestleTalk TV uh, on Sunday. Oh, bless her. I know, bless her yeah. lot. but she she told me that you and her have been bow tie shopping, and uh, we uh, have, yes. we and have, yes. I want to know how many bow ties do you own? Uh, several, and uh, the
2: most expensive bow tie I own is over a hundred dollars.
4: What? What? What is that yeah. bow tie made of?
2: Uh, we might as well be made a solid gold road of fucking hundred dollars, but um, yes, it's, uh, it's many sequins, uh, and uh, you know, many sequins
4: and, and rhinestones, so it's very, it's very out there, I'll give you that. Oh, it's, that sounds beautiful.
1: Uh, Spud, it's a pleasure talking with you. Um, I've been, uh, Touring England and seeing the British wrestling scene, and uh, it seems the British that British wrestling scene. Oh God! <laughs> God.
4: I apologise. I apologise. Deal with this. I... Right. Really? Carry know. on, mate. It's a uh, UK feedback. phone call, and you got to deal with it. But I mean, you know. Well, I...
2: it's, a, it's, a, it's a UK tour and I'm continuing my mission. Carry
1: on. Carry on. <laughs> um, well, I was going to ask uh, that: Were you looking forward to possibly this year? Showcasing your skills in ring in an ultimate X match?
2: Well, what you know. what I want to do that? He's <laughs> in that match. Crazy. Um, right, okay, okay. I'm getting paid very well as my services are the chief of staff. Why would I want to go out there and potentially risk my life in an ultimate X match? You tell me that. If a championship's on the line, you know what? It might be worth a risk. But, but, oh my god. All right, the, you know, all
4: right, I'm the championship's on the line. Do you do it then? What's that? The championships on the line. Do you do it then?
2: Oh well, yeah, you know, I'll do it then. No problem, because you know I'll potentially get more money. But um, at the same time, it's a great risk, and you know I'm a very important member of the, uh, the Impact Wrestling roster. Being the chief of staff, and Dixie Carter needs me. You know the world needs the cars, and without, and without, them, without me, there's no cars. That's you know what I'm true. saying? You know, you know, the snow, the snowball, the snowball rolls up.
1: You see, yeah, see, these are the things we need to know, whether or not you'd want to do that. So, see, it's good that we now know. I have know.
2: no idea, mate, I have no idea what you're saying. You're way too American for to me. Where are you from in America? California. California, Cali, as they call it, yeah, just to make it sound a bit cool, yeah? yeah. No, yeah like, you need subtitles, or I even need you to speak into one of those uh, phones where they, you know, you know, carry <laughs> it around and go,
1: he <laughs> said he is from California.
4: Yeah, I could be more helpful with that. I could do the robot yeah. speak for you if you like. You could what? He could. I could. Do I'll, tr- it I'll translate. He said he yeah, could. Trans- he, trans- he, I'll you, right? translate every question. Okay. <laughs> so Scott can do the robot speak for you if you would like. That is what he was telling you. Perfect. Yes, yeah, so I understand that. Uh, All right. Excellent. And uh, no I, 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 yeah, you mentioned uh, you mentioned the cars um, and just and there's yourself and I. I've been saying for months on end. Well, since you, since you since you and EC3 turned up, you are my two favourite guys in Impact Wrestling. I, no, wait, really? oh, bless you. I know. Do you, you fancy us? You a poster bit, poster? Only a little bit. Only a little bit. Only. I don't have a poster yet, but okay. you know, we're we're yeah. going to TNA in Manchester. One. We're going to TNA in Manchester, TNA in London. So there's still time for that. And yeah. uh, so
2: you going to Manchester and London, yeah?
4: Yes. So you'll be
2: there for the double tap on the thirty first in Manchester and the double tap in London. You're going to get a lot of you're going to
4: get a lot of wrestling. We are going to be impacted up and yeah. And this this is another thing. I've uh, yeah I have been taking Scott this week um, around England to show him English wrestling. And obviously you have uh, you wrestled for years over here in England in in various independent promotions. Um, Give uh, try giving Scott an education of what is English wrestling.
2: What is British wrestling? Well,
4: yeah.
2: wrestling came from Britain, but I think that's that's why people like misunderstand. America kind of took everything that we were doing, but they, they threw in the glitz and glamour and celebrity and everything, which completely changed the business. And God bless them, but there's no more. People still believe. People still believe in the way that wrestling was done in the World of Sport era. And hmm. when I watch, when I'm watching now, know, knowing what I know and what I've learned from um, the people that I've learned from over here, it really was the most realistic form of professional wrestling there's ever been. And it, when you watch it, it looks like a sporting contest. It still looks real to this day. And that's a testament to how good the Brits were. And that's how good your um, your ambassadors like uh, Mr. Regal have been, uh, the, the way uh, Mr. Finley's been, Magnus, people like that. Like, all, David Boy Smith, all that have gone over there and pioneered... Our, our way of wrestling—it it, it really is that different to American wrestling. Because um, to me, Ameri- American wrestling can't can't even touch the Brits. They
1: mm. really can't.
4: And I think we probably attest to that from the uh, progress show we attended on Sunday. Uh, Scott was blown away. It was a fantastic show.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, um, a lot of the times the audience make it because um, you know mm. we we've, we've got such a good talent pool in such a small area. Because America's so big, so there's only certain areas that have got, you know, that talent pool. But we've got such a massive talent pool in such a small area, and everyone's really, really good. So, um, you know, like,
4: there's there's diamonds in the rough everywhere, and there's a lot of rough in the UK, but there's also <laughs> a few
2: diamonds as well. It's just finding those right diamonds.
4: And, um, well, you talk about, the, uh, about those diamonds in the rough... Um, and TNA has been over the years very friendly to uh, to the English audience. I mean, indeed, yeah. Who, you you've come, you've come over. I mean, we've seen people like Magnus, we've seen Doug Williams, um, and a few others. Uh, if you were to if you saw somebody coming from the UK, is there anyone in particular that you'd you would like to see in TNA that's from England? Yeah, there's,
2: there's two. Um, one from Ireland, one from Scotland. Uh, one's Madman Manson. Oh yes. I think he's absolutely I think he's absolutely an amazing amazing entertainer and brilliant at what he does. And uh, Grado from Scotland. I love Grado.
4: I think Mad Manson and Grado would be the best tag team ever.
2: You see, I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously you've got to have the in-ring skills to back up,
4: yeah. which both of them do, but they're, they're not they're not focused on
2: the wrestling, they're focused on the audience and yeah. capturing the audience and making the audience drawn into them, which, which is what a star is, that's what a star does he captures the camera lens not the the uh, you know the, the couple of people in the yes. front row they, they they work to capture the whole audience and like i'm a real big fan of both of them uh, two others as well is uh, rampage brown and Dave mastiff i think those two are just the they're, they're as good as british wrestlers will get at the moment they're just such hosses, the pair of them,
4: but just a couple <laughs> of bears just beating the hell out of each other. I think they're amazing, them too. Yeah, well, uh, Scott actually yeah. saw um, both of them, but yeah. especially um, Mastiff, he looked at me, and he was like, who is that guy? And then he... <laughs> you do not
2: want to fuck with him, do you? Uh,
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you wouldn't yeah. want to meet him in a dark alley. A big, I don't want a big
2: cannonball of flipping uh, I wouldn't want to meet God, him God, in a mate? well-lit alley.
4: He wouldn't. What's that? that was he wouldn't want to meet him in a well lit alley. It's the American again. I, must, I do in a a alley. Well, we have dark alleys over here. We, a lot
2: more goes on in the dark alleys. I'll so. yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, um, now Spud, I'm a fan. I had talked with Dixie Carter at Bound for Glory, and she had recommended coming to the UK tour, and I did. So I, I am a fan of, okay. of the chief of staff and everything involved, and um, I thought it was such a great, significant moment that you got to be a part of on Impact Wrestling a few weeks ago, seeing you being a part of helping Magnus win the world championship and becoming the first British world champion, um, did that hold a significant meaning to you on that night? Yeah, it does. Um,
2: every, every moment I'm in the ring with Magnus, and he's holding the World Heavyweight title, and then when we exchange a glance, uh, that's a great moment for me and him because we both know where we have came from. And he knows where I've come from, and I know where he's come from, and what we, where we used to wrestle over here, and blah blah blah. So it's like we, um, we, we know how special this is, and we know how grateful we both are for it. Yeah, we'll have a moan, we'll have a whinge, but <laughs> when we take a step back, we've got the best lives in the in the world, and we know that we're in a good, we're in a good place, and we've we've, we've worked hard for this. and... We can sit there and just like smile with each other as friends and just be like, Man, you're the world champion He's like, You're the chief of staff, cheers <laughs> But like pushing Jeff Hardy off the ladder mm-hmm. and making the final decision for Madame Dixie Carter that this is the guy to go with, that that's a moment, that's a moment and those are the special things in in pro wrestling are the moments. And every week on Impact before every show starts, you see my face pointing to the world heavyweight champion with Magn- Madame Dixie Carter in the background. Pointing to her world champion every week. That's mm-hmm. at the beginning of the show, and has been since it happened. That's a big moment in this company. So, it's to be to be part of a moment like that. It's you know can't, can't even can't even explain it. Really can't
4: explain it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, maybe something you can explain is uh, how has it been working directly beneath Madam Dixie Carter?
2: Oh, it's fine. I mean, you know, she has her orders and everything like that. I mean, but um, anything the Queen wants, the Queen gets. I mean. Queen, Madam Dixie yes. obviously not Queen Elizabeth. But she can. She, uh, she she's got her own servants, but um, yeah, any, anything the Queen wants, I I will do her bidding. If you if you want uh pictures taken off the wall of her uh, past members of the uh, the company, then I'll, I will remove them and replace them. And uh, if she needs the dogs walked, I'll walk the dogs. If she needs the dogs cleaned, <laughs> I'll clean the dogs. Uh, if, if whatever she needs, I will do. And it's my job as the chief of staff to keep her her nephew ec 3 happy and uh, the world heavyweight champion happy.
1: You know, uh, us bloody yanks again um, I know that we're problematic and you're one of the more fun, energetic wrestlers with such a unique character and such a unique energy and style to you and I think another one that represents that in TNA, an American is Eric Young. You guys are two favorites that I love watching each week and I think backstage and segments and in the ring you guys would do some spectacular work together
2: Yeah, I I never want to work with Eric Young, (laughs)
1: Nope. Why
2: what no? Is that? He, he, no, he was completely repulsive. He's constantly dealing with animals, so he smells. Exactly. He, is, he has just become some kind of miniature Sasquatch. I, uh, he, he's one of the people that every time I see him, I just know that I'm never going to get on with you. Like, ugh. He, he's everything I'm not and everything... Madame Ditchy Carter's not about as well, so anything she's not about, I'm not about either. So it's just, it's one of them things I just don't I don't see myself
1: associating with a human being like Eric. Young. Well, oh, well, that may be the case. i just you know I know that he's anti you, but I just think it'd make for some great stuff if it were to happen. If it were to happen, uh,
2: if it were to happen, you know, if the opportunity arises and I bump into him, and if he crosses me, then maybe the opportunity will arise. But. We'll see. We'll see. Bless him. I think he's got his uh, work cut out with him uh, dealing with that Joseph Park, a bit Sasquatch or whoever he is, uh, you know, <laughs> de- dealing with that handsome man. So uh, we'll have to see what happens. All
4: right. Well, um, how about looking towards that? Let's say the next year of TNA. What is in the future for Rockstar Spud? Um, you, I'd take each
2: day as it comes to... Right now, I'm concentrating on being the chief of staff. And whatever Dixie Carter needs, Dixie Carter will get. Whatever the World Heavyweight Champion needs, he will get. Whatever Madame Dixie Carter's nephew, EC3, needs, he will get. I'm there to serve the Carters and the World Heavyweight Champion. I'm not there to please everybody. I'm not there to make people laugh and dance or clap or anything like that. I'm there to do a job. And I'm doing my job very well as my paycheck sees. So, I think you are, yes. You know, Right, and, and I'll continue to do my job until Madam Dixie
1: Carter sees, sees that I'm not up to the task. All right, and uh, uh, go th- Spud is. Do you? I know you work so much. Is there anyone, perhaps, on the roster of the males or the knockouts division that you might need some assistance or a or a secretary or something? An assistance assistant. mm Hmm. Oh. Well, um.
3: Uh, uh, um I'm only taking applicants from uh, female members of staff. Uh, not, nothing, Naturally.
2: Nothing perverted or anything sure. like that. Sure, But uh, we need to, yeah, we, we need to put some diversity within the back backroom staff. Yep. So, um, yeah, cool. yeah, just, just the ladies. Just the ladies. Just so the far. ladies, okay. But um, uh, there will be a shrewd interview process by <laughs> Rockstar, for any new knockouts that come into the company.
4: And, um... <laughs> and, um... <laughs> We're, right uh we're looking ahead the uh tna uk tour is later this week and um what do you how do you, i mean it's it's your home you know you've got your homecoming in birmingham specifically but all over the uk how do you think the uk audience is going to react to rockstar spud see this is the thing
2: i don't know but I, can't <laughs> wait to, I can't wait to find out because um i think everyone has a maximum respect for magnus who's Taken his licks, done his time, and worked hard, and became the world heavyweight champion. And I reckon he'll be loved and adored because he's one of Br- he's Britain's own world heavyweight champion. Yeah. But me, <laughs> that's that's the thing. I'm I'm <laughs> the little the little spark next to the firecracker. So you just I don't I don't know what's going to happen with me because uh, all all I know is that I'm going to get a reaction, whether it's positive or negative. They're going to react. That's
4: all I can say. Well, uh, well as long as you uh, keep demeaning the bloody Yanks, you'll always have a fan in me. That's for sure. <laughs> no problem, mate. All right. Um, have you got any more questions, Scott? You know what, Spud?
1: I don't want to take up any more time. It's been a pleasure talking with you. And uh, you know what? This Yank will be cheering you on on the tour.
2: God bless you. God bless you, mate. Uh, it's probably not needed, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I do appreciate it. Thank you very much. Sure Thank better. you very much.
4: Great speaking
2: to you. And, and god bless you guys and god bless Madam Dixie Carter. God thanks.
4: bless Madam Dixie Carter. <laughs> naturally, yes, yes, definitely.
1: Bloody Yanks. Well, I can't believe you put up with that stuff. Hey, this is a good get. Good get for the podcast. So Rockstar's bud joins us in the Jerk Hall of Fame. Excellent. You know what? I'm glad this Jerk Hall of Fame really, uh, is it's really, really shaping up. up. And now with a classy uh, dressed gentleman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. Uh, hopefully we can have him on again someday. And thank you to Tom Anstey for the help in getting that interview. Thank you, Tom. You can also hear it on the Damn Good Wrestling podcast, which is available on iTunes and on Podbean. And we're featured on every episode. So go check that out as well. Very good show. So it is time for Jerk Tweets. Each week go to twitter.com and follow us at curtain jerks and send us your hashtag jerk tweets. First one we got here, Big Red Webster says, Did you watch NXT arrival? And if so, what did you think of Sami Zayn? Is that the gal? Uh no, that's uh El Generico. Oh, no, who's the? Oh, Sammy
0: Zayn is El Generico. Yes, yes, yes. No, I did not watch NXT Arrival. I didn't see it either. I, but there's a gal on NXT Arrival who's supposed to be a big deal, the Australian.
1: Well, there's Emma, who's since debuted. She has the awkward dancing, but the great music. Yeah, oof, it's weird. It's weird. I can't even. I mean, I don't hate it. I'm just it weirds me out. I think I have an explanation. Like, okay.
0: I think she's just been getting high with all the wrestlers who get high. <laughs> That's my. That is my. Like, I honestly think that. I just think she's been partying with like. You come up to the big leagues and get to party with everybody who's partying. And I think that's what she's doing.
1: What oh, is she? Uh, New Zealand or Australian? I think no matter what that is, like, New there Zealand There is Australian? a difference. Right. But I, I think in wrestling, whoever's running this, Vince and everybody else, just has some idea. It's you have to be the weirdest fucking people on the planet. Because you've got an accent. And because you're from underneath the earth. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bushwhackers and, and and this and Emma.
0: That's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking, Paige.
1: What? Page, I think that's so. The, that's the gal everybody's talking about. Yeah,
0: that's the everybody's wondering why Emma's on TV and not Paige.
1: Yeah, I've not seen Paige before, but I was kind of hoping that whoever she was, they could just repackage her to be Sister Abigail and with the Wyatt family.
0: Oh, great. Works for me.
1: Yeah. All right, did it again. Booked it right. <laughs> yeah, it's a good job, I'm going to go up to Showtime Eric Young, pull off them headphones, and tell him what's what. Yeah, don't forget to send a, a fax to Titan Towers. <laughs> I have yet to see Sami Zayn in action yet. I know they had another... A classic match with antonio cesaro they had one before a two out of three falls match i believe that was on nxt that was an epic and i had hulu for a very short window of time didn't go back and see that and now with the network that is one of the shows i hope to do now because now it's working on my xbox so i can watch it
0: where is full sail university that's where it takes place right that's where they tape it
1: i don't know i would assume florida
0: I don't know. I, I thought Full Sail University was online, like the University of Phoenix. So I was like, they have a campus? <laughs> well, of course they're showing wrestling
1: there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know.
0: It's like, yeah, we're at the DeVry Arena.
1: <laughs> it, it's a weird spot with NXT because everybody loves everybody coming out of there. Everybody has such passion for this show, which has been part of the reason I've been hesitant to watch it because everybody then says they should be in in the shows and Raw and SmackDown and all that. But then you don't have anybody in that show. You don't have everybody fighting for that spot. Mm -hmm. It's a weird show to be in that they're the like they're the certified indies of sorts. Yeah. You know, it's this the old thumbs up.
0: Well, everybody in NXT has been working for a decade also. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's what I think is funny. It's like, yeah, the new crop of young guys. It's like every celebrity you see who's just broke out on the scene has been at it for 10 years. Think of it that way. And when he, whenever somebody shows up in WWE, that's after a decade of hard work. Yeah. Yeah. Not unless like it's us. just a cheap push, you know. Yeah.
1: Oh, unless Ugh. you're just some muscle bound meathead. God jeez. Phenom classic says, Should WWE have an off season? Season is dedicated to TV and pay per view events, begins near SummerSlam and ends at Mania, while off season is dedicated to house shows.
0: Absolutely not. Why? I think that you need to take that time to rotate your personnel and keep everybody fresh and working. That's how you bring up new talent is by always having – you always need to be cultivating. Mm-hmm. And when you, whenever you take that time off, you might be able to really workshop some great storylines, but they, this is how they've been doing it. If you take it off like TV shows, then you're going to get it. It's going to feel like a TV show opposed to right. live fighting.
1: I, I don't think they should have an offseason, but I, that doesn't mean I don't think guys should, should not have time off. I think there's some old yeah, school mentality in I that where they think we forget about them and we don't care about them anymore.
0: Do you think that guys don't take time off because of that?
1: Yeah, that that used to be the what the to- talking heads would always be in those documentaries and stuff that, you know, they had injuries, they had injuries and then if they take time off, like now's when they're really riding the wave and the fans will forget about them. Now internally that might be a whole nother thing. That politically they don't write for you whatever this and that. But um yeah, have guys come and go. Jericho um, Jericho returning is huge.
0: Anytime yeah. he returns, you go crazy for it. When he did 3 weeks of not say was it 3 weeks of not saying anything. Mhm. That's incredible and every time
1: people went fucking bonkers for it. Piper, Lesnar, Taker, all these types of guys. Yeah, let's
0: see them every week, guys. Let's let's hear people complain about Brock Lesnar and the Undertaker. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I I like seeing the featured players every so often. I know people will call them the part-timers. And I did it for a while too. Like the rock stuff made me mad, but now I like it for the shift of focus that you recognize what it's worth. It brings an excitement to it that wasn't present before. And it freshens them up mm-hmm. that they're back when they want to be back. Batista's back now because he wants to be back. He chose to be back now. It wasn't, he wasn't under some obligation to come back. This is when he showed up and same with Taker. Like he's now back in prime, ready to go. Like, it's that brings the excitement of it.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't want everybody to be back, and I mean, it'd be great to have everybody be a hundred percent all the time. Or, yeah. Uh, but when they come back from something, but it's like no, you. The reason things happen is someone gets injured or somebody takes time off. Someone else gets to move up and gets to build that character. Yeah. Then you build storylines that way. The place isn't taken. You can't like slots aren't just sh- they're shaped like specific guys. You know, like if Sheamus is in a main storyline, then. Seamus sort of elevates. It should be treated
1: like school. Everybody gets summer off, but summer falls at different times for different guys. Yeah, everybody's in different classifications. Yeah, you get three months off. Go at vacation. some point. Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, and then Johan... all right, we booked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did it again. Johan Benet says, Triple H is getting a hard time from the internet. Could you ask him about it? Hashtag everyone engaged except Scott.
0: Oh, everybody's engaged except you? Mm-hmm.
1: In this in this uh giving Triple H a hard time. Oh. Hey man, I don't need to.
0: That's true. I thought you were, I thought it was a marriage thing. I really thought it was a marriage thing. Oh. Yeah.
1: Oh shit, yeah, you're right. Is it a marriage thing? It is. <laughs> fuck. Sorry, man. Fuck. Oh God. Man, fuck me, Steve Seriously, I
0: I can't. I'm married.
1: <laughs> I'm getting married. Everyone engaged I'm dating.
0: Well, don't rush into anything.
1: Well, nope. I'm going to put a ring on it. Next girl I see, by God, I'm going to marry her.
0: Don't make, do not make those, uh, those call up one of the exes right now. Don't make those JR promises. (laughs) My God.
1: Well, thanks for listening to all the podcasts that I do with everyone who's engaged Uh, Tom the Com Connolly on WWE Main Events, Steve Sears on Curtain Jerks, and uh, Josh Callahan on 16 Bits Podcast. And Mark Orzeka. Oh, boy. Yep. Mark Orzeca. So, uh, yes, follow me through my interior shame and well, comedic stylings.
0: In a really kind of scary way, oh. Like just based on the statistics, not all of these are going to last. My podcasts? Yeah, one of them's going to shrivel up and just not talk to itself anymore oh. and just really build up resentments.
1: God damn it. Yeah, it's California. One out of four. One of these can't last. Is it one out of four? Well, there's four. For uh, engagements, in this situation, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, wait, are you saying, so it doesn't matter what the number was. You would just say it's California. You would have picked one out of yeah, yeah. yeah that's how it works.
1: Well, we should talk to Triple H about this. He's
0: here. Oh, is he, Oh, I saw him in the uh, in the celebrity breakfast nook.
1: Yeah. What is it called? Uh, the the. Guest I'm never in there.
0: The, I'm never in there, so I don't know what we call. We should put some signs up around here.
1: He brought his helicopter here today.
0: Did he? Did he fly in? Yeah. All right.
1: That's what all that That's why all the paperwork's everywhere.
0: Oh yeah. Safety. I left the
1: windows open and all the and and I left the the sunroof open. Oh,
0: all right. Well. Oh, here he comes.
1: Oh. <clears throat> uh, Triple H, welcome to the podcast. It's good to have you here. If you want to sit on down and. Hey, thanks.
0: Headphones. Thanks. Hey, Scott. Hey, Steve.
1: You um. You seem uh. You seem a little distant, Triple H.
0: No. Uh, yeah. I mean, I. I don't want to get in your face about it. I don't want to bring you down because of my hard time. I'm oh sorry.
1: no, it's all right. I've just been. It's been pointed out to me that everyone else I know is engaged except for me. So I don't think I can get any more down.
0: Oh, don't worry. It'll. You know, it'll happen when you're ready. To find the right gal. You know, I'm you know, just. How's
1: wanna... it going between you and Stephanie?
0: Great. You know, just good. Things are really great. It's nice to work with her on camera. It's good stuff.
1: Okay, so it's it's still going strong. Like, there's no chance of that falling apart.
0: No, you. <laughs> yeah, if we're gonna break up, Scott Harper, I'll give you Stephanie McMahon. I'll give you Stephanie McMahon's phone number. Why don't you go for it? Her thighs would crush you in half. Okay. I work out with my
1: wife. All right. All right. All right. I know what that means. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> hey Oh man. Yeah, you did the crotch job. <laughs> Look, Triple H. What? What's what's the matter? Look, I just, just bullshit, man. Just what? Real bullshit. Hey, you're the, you're you're the CEO of a company. Do you are you sure you want to be saying that right now? No, it's yeah. The company's going fine, man. Oh yeah, but you're just publicly saying things are yeah. Bullshit. I shoot from the hip. Oh, I'm, all right. I'm still the game. Oh well, sure, yeah, yeah. Man,
0: Degeneration X. You know, what do you think of this ch- uh, crotch chop means? Uh, suck it. Yeah. Come on, it's still there. It oh, still okay. means it. I could yeah. It's just bullshit, you know. <laughs> what? What's bullshit? Well, I just, all this shit's going around. I mean, so I'm hanging out in your guest breakfast lounge, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And you've got these Kit Kat bars. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like from Japan or something? They're yeah, imports?
1: We, we have some green tea uh, Kit Kat bars.
0: Yeah, I tried one.
1: It's really good.
0: Well, I, that's what I thought. I really, I was really enjoying it. In the yeah. first couple of bites, I was like, oh, it's vanilla. It tastes like a cookie, you know? It's just really good. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, I just get this subtle little hint of green tea. Yeah. I didn't like it.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it just really bummed me out. Oh, that's that's what's got you bummed out? Yeah, you know. I would have thought that maybe everybody giving you a hard time about, you know, Daniel Bryan not being in the main event at WrestleMania 30 and Batista is instead like you know, fans seem upset about what's currently going on in the WWE.
0: Oh Alright. Let me try to let me try to spill this out for you. Uh I'm a professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. Who gets to book for the biggest professional wrestling company in the world. Right. Yeah. All right. Okay. You got that? Yes. Okay. Uh, I have my dream job. Right. All right. Okay. So I get to do pretty much whatever I want. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So I really like, it's best for business to sort of look out for everybody. You know, just going to look out for everybody and make sure that the product is right. You know. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I hear about people making fun of me or giving me a tough time on the internet... I don't really give a.
1: Whoa, whoa! Are you sure you want to say that? Sorry, I just don't think a little I'm...
0: bit of the Kit Kat came up in my mouth. It really okay. bummed me out. Okay, no, sorry. Well, man. we
1: bleeped it nonetheless. <laughs> it just wasn't. I mean, something came out, and I just I assumed immediately that was something that needed to be bleeped. Edge, oh, bleeped God. that for us. I mean, what could be worse than the word? <laughs> Edge, are you getting these in real time? I am so horribly
0: disgusted right now at the filth that you guys are spewing onto the podcast web. That's Triple H. It's not me. I understand that, but try to keep a lid on it. All right. All right, guys. I'll try to keep a lid on it, but just so you know. Okay, that was the third
1: time right there.
0: I don't understand. You guys say dirty stuff on this podcast all the time. How can... (laughs) be the worst word that ever... that you guys have to bleep it yeah 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 luke harper knows what i'm talking about how about the wyatt family everybody's going crazy about daniel bryan everybody should know that the wyatt family's killing it they're practically
1: it's <laughs> a whole deal i've never heard a combination of those words put together
0: like that before look it's the most vile world you can imagine look
1: S- stop saying it stop saying it please stop saying it okay look triple h there, See, I, see I, I agree. I think there are a lot of really good things going on right now, and I don't think the season finale of the year of wrestling needs to happen at WrestleMania. Why not let it happen at SummerSlam when Steve and I can be present live watching Daniel Brand possibly win the championship again? You know, I
0: think that's a really good point because I love when you guys get to see it live. You do? I do. Just kidding. Why would you say it again? <laughs> Look, I'm just playing around. I'm just playing around. WrestleMania is going to be a weird show, but it's always a weird show. It's the go-home show for the whole year. What do you want from me? Uh, It's going to be strange. You're probably going to see me face Daniel Bryan anyway. Just deal with it.
1: Yeah, but you just revealed that, you know, you book yourself. Are you going to book yourself to win over Daniel Bryan? Oh. (laughs) I don't... That doesn't answer the question. That just offends. I know. I just made a big mistake. I can't believe I said that you are just uh, it is a swear storm in here
0: it is a terrible I don't know what the you're... big problem with me saying
1: is you're just evading questions now am I you're making this podcast almost unlistenable we had rock stars <laughs> we we had <laughs> we had a high-profile guest rock star on the show and now you're just mucking it up
0: look I'm sorry all right. I know you got some good guests on the show and you guys have a quality program.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. And? but That's all. Oh. What, what, what do you want me to apologize to the internet?
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess you're not going to. The internet's upset with you. What do you want to say I to the internet? I have interns
0: who have interns that look at the internet for us. All right. I don't need to look at the internet. Well. If I, I need to see naked pictures of myself, I'll just take naked pictures <laughs> of myself.
1: Okay. Now is your chance to address the internet. The internet is listening to you. Triple H, what would you like to say to the internet? Your family. <laughs> All right. That's it. Triple H, I politely ask you to leave. All right. Thanks for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. Good seeing you, Scott. Good seeing you, too. <laughs> Ow! Go! That was oh. a high five.
0: Come on! Oh, you palm strike my nose. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I thought you were up for it. I'm sorry. Oh. Oh. All right, I'm sorry. I'm out of here. Oh, oh I got oh. you really bad.
1: Oh, I'm bleeding. Scott, are you okay? No, the blood's not flowing out. It's going internally. Ooh, plug your nose. Plug blood. your nose. Plug your nose. That'll make sure it... <gasps> can... <laughs> no, I'm choking on blood. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, oh my God. You want some bad coffee? Uh, okay.
0: Oh, it tastes like blood. Yeah, sorry. That's probably your blood. Oh.
1: All right, so that concludes all of the UK interviews that we have. That was a lot. That concludes Progress Wrestling. Thank you to everyone at Progress Wrestling. Glenn Joseph, Tommy, and Rosie Lee, Ollie Armstrong. Thank you to Tom Anstey. Thank you to the WrestleTalk TV crew. Thank you to Alex, Shane, all of them for all of their help and and inviting me into their homes and, and getting me into shows and getting interviews with everybody. What a blast that we could have it spread amongst all these episodes. Thanks to TNA for putting on super kick-ass shows in England. Like I said, some of those names, not Bobby (laughs) Roode, expressed interest in doing the podcast. So hopefully we can uh, make some connections there and they will be interested. And uh, we'll have more news on that coming up in the future. And we got uh, more in store, more surprises coming up. And uh, hopefully we'll check out uh, Lockdown this weekend, huh? Yeah, all right. All right. Um, And uh, I was very excited to see a pic that someone posted on our Facebook first image from human centipede three no yes what? what is it oh you'll see i'll show it to you after the show so you gotta All go to right.
0: facebook like us on there next re- next week let's talk about it
1: okay human centipede three next week and maybe serge carter oh,
0: so what a combination
1: <laughs> oh no oh no uh so for curtain jerks i'm scott narver and i'm steve sears enjoy your wrestling kids